Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 722, Seven Sources of Deep Clutter, by Tara Sophia Moore with goodlifezen.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome back, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is where I simply narrate blogs for you, usually, sometimes books, all with permission from the websites. For now, let's hear another post and continue optimizing your life. Seven Sources of Deep Clutter by Tara Sophia Moore with goodlifezen.com. There's a lot of talk about clutter these days, how to clear it, reduce it, and get it under control. Most of this is about what I call shallow clutter, which is clutter that stems from having too much stuff, unclear priorities, and a lack of systems for your things and your time. Tips and tools that reduce shallow clutter are great, but my experience is that they only go so far in alleviating the sense of overwhelm and fragmentation that so many of us feel. That's because most of us are carrying another kind of clutter, which I've come to call deep clutter. Deep clutter can be cleared too. The seven sources of deep clutter. There are seven common causes of deep clutter. Number one, shoulds. Shoulds are those things we do only because of the little voice in our head that says we should. I should host Thanksgiving. I should bring a gift over to the new neighbors. I should wash the car every weekend. Where are you being driven by a should? How are shoulds creating deep clutter in your life? Number two, have tos. Have tos are those things we do because we firmly believe there is no other way. I have to be in this job I hate. I have to drive carpool. I have to spend an hour a day commuting. Rigorously question your assumptions about the have-tos in your life. Assume that it is a life and death matter to find creative alternatives to one of your have-tos. Set a timer and spend 15 minutes rapidly brainstorming alternatives, practical and impractical. Brainstorm with a friend if that will help you get out of the box of your own thinking. See what new possibilities you discover. Number three, people-pleasing. What are you doing because you want to fit in, because you don't want to disappoint, or because you never learned how to actually vocalize the oh-so-important word, no? People-pleasing is a huge source of deep clutter in our lives. The only solution I know to the people-pleasing habit is this. Care less about what others think and more about your own quality of life. Know that yes, you really are a nice person that is not at risk every time you accept or decline a commitment. Practice not people-pleasing so that you can learn that the world won't stop turning if you depart from the herd or disappoint people every now and then. Number four, habits. Take a fresh look at yours. 
Do you want to spend Sundays the way you want to spend Sundays? Could your morning routine be altered to better reflect your current needs and priorities? What commitments are in your calendar simply because you've been doing them for a while, not because they are relevant now? Just like an old piece of clothing you never wear anymore becomes a piece of clutter in your home, the routines that you don't find value in anymore but do out of habit create deep clutter in your life. Number five, sunk costs. Sometimes we stick with something because of work we've previously put into it. That soccer league you joined has turned out to be really not your thing, but if you quit now, wouldn't that mean all those nights you went trying to make it fun were a waste? The remodeling project is driving you insane, but you must finish it or all that insanity will be for nothing. I know this feels rational, but it is actually irrational. Your current suffering cannot redeem your past suffering, and that's actually good news, so stop. Number six, settling. Sometimes we pick up clutter in our lives when we engage in something we don't really enjoy or feel good about, but that we believe is the best available option. We do this with possessions, work, activities we do in our spare time, and sad to say, even friendships. Do you have to love every sock in your closet? Probably not. We all make trade-offs about where we are willing to settle, to save time or money or for convenience, and where we wanna stick it out and wait for something we love. Look for clutter created by settling. Consider where it is worth it to spend more time and energy now to create or find a better option, one that won't drain you or clutter your life over the long term. Number seven, distraction. Many of us create clutter in our lives and then complain about it. Over-busyness gives us an adrenaline rush. It reassures us that our lives are full. It distracts us from big questions, from acknowledging difficult truths and from slowing down to be in the moment and look at what is. What projects and commitments in your life are not really essential, but are in fact filling up time to protect you from empty white space with yourself? What to do with deep clutter? Number one, recognize your deep clutter. Now that you know the seven sources of deep clutter, recognize which ones are operating in your life. You might know right away from hearing the list from earlier but often it isn't that obvious. Review your calendar for the past three weeks, looking at your schedule through this lens. Which activities would you label as one of the seven types of deep clutter? Be rigorously honest with yourself. Number two, make one immediate change. With your new awareness, make one immediate change. Cancel one commitment. Quit one project. Change one habit. Make one change that will have an impact on your quality of life. Number three, be proactive. Create strategies to address deep clutter in your life. For example, if you know you are plagued by shoulds, you might wanna make an attempt to notice when you speak or think the word should and to question those shoulds. If habits are a clutter driver for you, perhaps you'd like to institute a monthly review of your routine commitments, evaluating them with a fresh eye. Number four, start letting go. Get brave and bold about letting go of deep clutter in your life. Start building your schedule around your true priorities, your desires, and your dreams. You just listened to the post titled Seven Sources of Deep Clutter by Tara Sophia Moore with goodlifezen.com. That should do it for today. Happy Saturday. Hope you're having a great weekend and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.